0: All right, once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW, broadcasting with the campus of Loyola University. My name is Hex, and in the studio with me, I have Leslie Osborne. Leslie? Hey, hey. How's well, it going? It's going well. Great. So, you're a writer. Among other things. Yes. Amongst many things, yeah. but that's what's brought you in here today, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sadly, my fantasy when I was 10. <laughs> so, yeah. what you, you just released a comic book. Yeah. A graphic novel. It's a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um what is the name of the graphic novel? The Monkey. Hello World. The Monkey Hello World. And yeah. if people want to get a hold of it.
1: Um, I would say either search for it on Amazon.com or visit my website, Leslie S sp- Spell Osborne for us. O S B O R N E.
0: So what got you into because I'm sure you have a long history of before even getting to the graphic novel. But what kind of got you started in the direction of writing?
1: Um, Long showers when I was a kid. Yeah, Yeah. I used to act out stories in the shower Uh and at some point decided to write them down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So these were your stories? They weren't just like, I have like... Yeah, uh, yeah. I I would do
1: like, you know, parts of acts of one Uh story, you know, skipping around to beginning, middle and end with like... No tangible connection but uh-huh. with the feel of characters, you know?
0: And so with the comic or with the graphic novel that you have released, you you've pretty much did all of it, right? So it's not just it's not just the fact that you wrote the storyline to it, but you also did uh like the the I don't you wanna call it animation, the graphic no well, it's not animation, but the graphics and the drawings and everything behind it. Um
1: it's based off of a couple of scripts of mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Monkey and Dragon. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I actually started off doing an animation of this. About this time last year, I was doing an an animation and decided to uh, forego the animation and do a graphic novel version of this story. Was it... um, And yes, I've done a lot of the work, the 3D, a lot of the rendering and stuff mm -hmm. like that.
0: Why did you decide to go towards the graphic novel? Uh, Was it a matter of time? Well, I honestly... uh, I know people that have done plays,
1: and I read a lot of stuff from actors, and one of the benefits that you have in theater is that uh, you can go off Broadway, you can act out your stuff, get it straight, and then bring it to Broadway and it feels polished. Um, I thought that this would be an interesting way to share this particular story and, you know, find out what works, you know, from script to visualization.
0: Well, let's, we're going to get into some music. We brought in, you brought in some music. Uh, we're going to try to go with <laughs> drums
1: in the club. None of it is my music.
0: First. But you brought it in. Yeah, I brought it in for this good reason. Your I thought it was set. um So let's go into that, and then we'll kind of come back more, talk a little bit more about how you got into the design aspect as opposed to just the writing, and we'll go from there. Yeah, this is a good start to that. Great. <laughs>
2: Fists
3: in the air, go pump, pump, pump.
2: Ladies, shake your butt, go pump, bump, bump.
3: Girls on the floor, need to jump, jump, jump.
2: Drums in the club, go dumb, thump, dump Drums, drums, bump.
3: Drums in the club, thump, thump, thump. Drums, drums, Drums in the club, bam, bam, bam. Drums, drums, bump. Drums in the club, thump, thump, thump. Drums, drums, oop, Drums in the club. uh, uh,
2: uh. Ladies in the back say, what the
3: f-? Are you the DJ? No you know
2: what's up.
3: Taking you home is what I plan. booty
2: in the back says, no, you can't.
3: Ladies in the club, I love those tans. Fellas
2: in the club don't have a chance. Fists
3: in the air go, pump, pump,
2: pump. Ladies, shake your butts, go, bump, bump, bump.
3: Bells on the floor need to jump, jump, jump.
2: There's drums in the club go, thump, thump, thump. Drums.
3: Drums. Bump. Drums in the club.
2: Thump, thump,
3: thump. Drums. Drums. drums in the club. Bam, bam, bam. Drums. Drums Drums, drums, drums in the club. Drums, drums, drums in the club.
0: Once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW, and we are talking to Leslie Osborne. So hey, tell hey. us a little about about that song, because that song kind of got you... Got me into 3D. Into 3D. Big time. Big time. I needed
1: backgrounds for this music video. It was. Uh, I decided I wanted to cut it very fast-paced, uh-huh. uh, so I dove into 3D to find some of the images that I used. For this video
0: was this kind of like just a pet project that you wanted like you wanted to build a portfolio from this or did somebody ask you to do that
1: um, I was hired by Ascension Records uh-huh. to produce this uh, music video for DJ Russ Harris and um, yeah it was kind of a portfolio project mm-hmm. you know
0: so tell you because you have a funny story in regards to this in, in hearing this song as yes. you were shopping yes. one day. Can you tell us?
1: Well, I was with a couple of relatives in Macy's, and of course, they knew I produced this song, or not the song, but the music video. Uh-huh. And relatives don't really care, right? They're <laughs> kind of like you're doing your thing. Yeah, uh, We're at a fragrance counter, and this guy comes up humming this song, kind of singing it, and I'm like, hey, you know, what radio station did you hear that on? He goes, oh, I didn't hear it on a radio station i actually saw it on tv and he actually did a dance <laughs> to this <laughs> so i just pointed to my relatives like hey who's see? the man who's the see? person person of the hour
0: but then on top of that like not only did this th- this uh person see your video but it also got like recognition
1: um bpm tv aired it a year after uh they initially aired it yeah, it was one of the best music videos of the previous year, which was quite an honor. Uh, it did very well in the charts with a lot of contemporary artists like Madonna he had a hit out at the time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fun to yeah. see it. I think it got up to maybe three on the charts, maybe four in the charts.
0: So then with this, it kind of got you into this idea of, of 3D modeling. It
1: totally threw me in.
0: And, uh, and it also threw me into something else. What else?
1: Anger. <laughs> I realized so? that I could channel my anger... Into the work. Yeah. You know, there, I just reached a point with this project of complete frustration. Uh-huh. And I weirdly channeled my anger into some of those 3D images.
0: So how, did, how does that video kind of get us to where we're at with your graphic novel?
1: Well, I had dabbled with 3D beforehand, but that kind of was like drawing with crayons for the first time. Uh-huh. I had a feel for it in a way that I hadn't before, and... Uh, you know, I didn't plan on doing a lot of 3D stuff, but here I have this graphic novel that I did in 3D and did the polish and the After Effects and Photoshop, and people are talking about how nice the imagery is.
0: So tell us um, how people can find your graphic novel once again.
1: Uh, once again, uh, my website, lesliesosborne.com, uh, or search for it on mm-hmm. Amazon.com. The Monkey Hello World is the easiest
0: way. And it's about time travel. Yes, But the way you did the graphics, before we get into the story, because since we're talking about graphics and things like that, you you had actual people. Yes. Kind of as models. I had, like,
1: uh, the equivalent of mannequins (laughs) (laughs) as models. (laughs) Yeah, I I did maybe legitimate stage or film Uh blocking with a lot of the shots in this.
0: And then that's how you kind of, like, created... Your world. That's
1: I guess how I you created the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, in a 3D model world, uh, very stick figureish.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you ha- we have actually because you know we're on the air and we don't have a, we can't show this to we you. We can't show it. No. But you 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 for, to get people enticed, you brought in hopefully like, enticed yeah. a little bit of an audio. Yeah. Of the comic. Why don't we Why don't we get into that right now? So that we, people can kind of understand a little bit more of what we're talking about. (laughs) Hopefully, it'll resonate. It's the magic of radio. So there's that little clock. The one that always blinks 12 noon because no one has ever changed it. Sometimes I wonder, what does that say about our relationship to devices? Or when you're using them. Our relationship with ourselves. Not setting or syncing the time on a heart rate monitor. A clock. Something you cook with things with vital functions that interface with our everyday life good morning good night it's twelve o'clock and I'll see you at the same time tomorrow all right this is radio one Chicago and we have Leslie Osborne so tell us a little bit about uh, what we just heard okay uh, we're introduced
1: to the main character, uh, Moto, and that's uh, voiceover is representing Moto, and she is looking down at equipment in a hallway, essentially in a back part of this place, to see that the whole place is low on oxygen. She's living in a funky environment <laughs> where oxygen is just running out, and uh, she turns to see another time traveler standing behind her, holding something that could be dangerous
0: and that's where we're at and that's
1: that's where we're at
0: yeah so where did this idea of the story come from first and then what kind of had you decide to like because you even published it yourself what kind of well, got you there
1: i almost feel unfair sharing this um <laughs> well i've kind of fallen in love with moto as a character I've, yeah i've but Mono is potentially the antagonist and one not to be fooled with in another time traveler story. Uh, when you're an actor, when you're a writer, when you're a director, um, you're very often faced with you know what happens 15 minutes before you get into a scene. Mm-hmm. And every actor that plays an antagonist is told that the antagonist believes in what they're doing.. Right. So I decided to explore that.
0: So that's always interesting because that's something that I think about all the time when I'm watching a movie or you know all these super movie superhero movies are out and they're like this huge hit now. But they and like they're always like you, you know we want to focus on the bad guy in order to make the story the right way. But they never focus on it where like the bad guy is like the main actor, the right. main person, right? And then they're, you're seeing from that view. So
1: I look at my bad guy two different ways or my bad woman. Okay, in this case, you're female. Um, one is. She is the antagonist in someone else's life. Right. But, you know, if I was walking here and someone splashed me with ice cold water and I had no place to change and and was not presentable for you Uh and your graciousness of having me here, that's my antagonist. And I thought sometimes our antagonists just kind of weave in and out of our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just the monster chasing us. So even though she is the antagonist in someone's story, it kind of is just in and out of their life story, just like they're in and out of her story here.
0: So Leslie, once again, uh, give us the the website, and then we're going to go into a song really
1: quick. LeslieSOsborne.com, where you can find uh, The Monkey Hollow World on Amazon.com.
0: Let's get into Heckle. Heckle. And we'll be back with some more Leslie Osborne. once again, this is Hex here on Radio 1 Chicago, and I'm speaking to Leslie Osborne, and we're talking hey. about his graphic novel. The Monkey, uh, Hello World. The Monkey, Hello So tell us a little bit about that title, because it's kind of like jarred <laughs> 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 to, for me. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe unintentionally, this is part of the path of
1: finding out what the story's about. Uh-huh. Well, in a nutshell, without giving out too much, uh, Moto's a time traveler. That's her job. She shows up, she travels through time, uh, but she feels like she's a monkey you know one of the animals we shoot out into space and mm-hmm. we just don't care what happens mm. so she's not happy about her gig
0: so <laughs> i can i'm sure a lot of people can relate to <laughs> yeah to I, that i hope so um what made you think of it where this became her job as opposed to like an explorer
1: well because ultimately someone has to test it first before the explorers go someone made boats before we right went places you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so you've created this character you've created this world um what do you are you looking to kind of expand with her do you plan on doing more graphic novels with it? Or is this like once you have a story, this is it, I'm going to move on to another story eventually?
1: Well, I think that what I'll do is uh, three more parts, Uh which will be kind of the equivalent of the first act in a movie. Mm -hmm. And then I think I'm going to go from that point with a specific project and do the equivalent with the dragon so that you get a sense of two different time travelers, two different stories in... How they interweave and how they might work together.
0: So, the dragon is the other character yeah. in this story, yeah. Yeah. in the plot.
1: Yeah, who we
0: don't So, you need d- you to tell you'll be the able to get act. to see like both sides of the story.
1: You know, the, her antagonist in her story is the person that gets the job she wants. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking Thanks to us for having me. about it. Once again, give us all the information so that we were able to find you.
1: Okay. You can find me at com, Excuse the Chicago accent. And you can find out more about the monkey at my website, or you can uh, look for it at Amazon.com.
0: Great. Thank you so much. This is Radio 1.